Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the show, we have Ariel. She started out as a photographer and has since grown her business to be a brand strategist and work with small business owners as they figure out how to grow online. She's helping them with everything from brand strategy, photography, copywriting, web design, and mentorship so that they can take their business to the next level. And Ariel has been around the Boss Project TCC block. TCC, if you know what that means, if you know, you know. She has been around for a while and she is actually a current Strategy Academy student. I don't feel like calling her alumni yet because she's still so baby new inside the program, but she is sharing today. The evolution of her business, why she decided to invest in the program, the art of her pivot, and what it means to her to feel good about what you're doing in your business and what to do with all the extra ideas that you might have and just various things that she's learned from being inside the program and how it could help another business owner who might be in the same spot. So if you have an existing business, have been stressing out about all of the brilliant ideas you have in your little baby brain and what to do next, I think this episode will give you some clarity. Ariel, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you on. I think it's been, it's going to be hard to not like for us all to just like fangirl over each other because I'm obsessing over you because you are one of our OG, been around since like literally, I mean, day one, like from TCC was like conceived. You were like, I'm here for it. Give me the content. I have seen your name pop up in and out of our community over the years. And we're seeing it on a daily, definitely monthly basis now inside of our program. And we're definitely going to talk about that in a little bit. But I love nothing more than to hang out with people who've been around for a long time. I I think it's so fun when like when you have like I know it's weird to say like super fans, but like people I, it, I love that you've been able to see the 
just the different phases of our of our growth and our business and what we've been putting out there and we've gotten to see the same thing from you. I think it's so incredible. I remember when there was maybe like just two years ago or ish, Abby and I were doing a webinars like we've done. We've done webinars since the very beginning. And we were kind of reminiscing on the days when very first webinar had like 12 people show up and how it was so easy back then to obviously get to know everyone really, really well. And you recognize their names and you recognize them commenting and coming to things and downloading things. And you get to know their businesses really well. There's relationships that we've had with other business owners that have carried on for many years. As that grows and there's hundreds or thousands of names on that registration list, it's literally impossible to do. And so when we get to connect with people, like we've gotten to connect with you and then have you here on this show and get to know you even more, it's I'm just so excited. So welcome. We're going to dive into not only what you've got going on in your business, but I think one of the big pieces that we're going to touch on is all of us listening are in either the Boss Project Corner and we're like the people who you have in your ear for business strategy. But more often than not, you're probably learning from a lot of people. You're taking in a lot of resources. You're looking at blogs. You're listening to shows. You're downloading things. You're attending webinars. We get it. But all the things, right? There comes to be a season when it's really helpful to digest all of that stuff and to download the episodes and download the stuff and read it and implement it or not and just like take it in. And then years later, months later, weeks later, it's different for everyone. There's going to be a time when you're like, okay, no, like now is the time that I'm actually ready to invest dollar bills, invest more time so that I can insert whatever goal that you have there. And the reason why I want to kind of pick apart your headspace regarding that specifically is because you have been in our corner and around for a really long time and have definitely like bought stuff and have hung out and downloaded things and whatever. But it's been very recent that you just invested in our signature program. When I saw your name pop up, I was like, Ariel, what? She she wasn't already in there? It's time. I know. It has come. I swear she's already been in there. But you hadn't. And so I love that. Obviously, that the decision was made and that we're growing together and we're getting to know you more. But I want to kind of talk to you that. So so I'm going to let you talk. I'm not going to just keep rambling. Can you first kind of tell our listeners a little bit about the journey of your business and, and what it looked like maybe when we first started to get to know each other and what it looks like now? Yeah. So I have been around since real early on. Like I remember like your maternity leave and like all of that stuff. It's very odd. So I'm slightly obsessed, but we'll get to that. So um, I, (laughs) yeah, so I had just started my photography business about five and a half ish years ago. And I started doing all the things I had the newborns, the seniors, the weddings, the portrait, like all, all of the different types of photography, all in one place. I had separate galleries for each kind. I know you would love that. And so it was very overwhelming when I was first starting because I just was like, I don't know where to start or who to ask. And I felt like I was burdening anyone that I did ask. And so it was really, it was really hard at first. And I felt like there was no one dedicated to being in my corner. And I think, you know, five years ago, quote unquote, back then in the day, there wasn't as much education. I think now it's a little bit more saturated. But back then it was kind of like you're on your own. And if you ask someone, you have to feel around to like, you know, you don't want to take advantage of their time, but you're just so desperate for help. And I I looked up all the things on Google, Pinterest. I wasn't someone who was just like, hey, let me pick your brain and give me all the answers. I was doing the work, but I just 
felt lost. And I started listening to the strategy hour and it was one. And I'm telling you, like, so honestly, since back then, every episode, it is the only podcast I've listened to probably almost every single episode. I'm so entertained by you guys. I feel like you are that person who's like supporting me and in my corner, no matter like what the topic is. And I always get something from it, even if it has nothing to do with something that I'm interested in my business right then. So back then, that's how I like got into the strategy hour and like the boss project world. You know, move forward a few, fast forward a few years and the word of life pivot. I needed to change something. Weddings were really hard on my body. I felt like a 90-year-old woman afterwards. I couldn't move for a few days. <laughs> yeah. And the constant, the so much is involved in weddings, but that I just couldn't handle it anymore. But they are the the big payday in in photography. They're like the big dollar things. And so I had a hard time wrestling with that. And eventually I had a friend who had drawn her logo and made it her picture, her profile picture on Facebook. And I was like, I've messed around in Photoshop enough that I can, I can help you out. Like I can help you with that process. And like that was the start of me getting into brand design, brand strategy. And so currently I have nixed the weddings and kind of totally transitioned my business to focus more on brand strategy, brand photography, and offering some services that will help the newish small business owner feel a little bit more like at home in their space and like they have someone on their team like you guys have been for me. So that's the that's like the whole bird's eye view story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that you you're like so many of our listeners and our listeners are scared that this is how they feel. And so I feel like they make up a lot of stories up in their head to justify things. But we are humans, our cha- our life changes, our interests change, our needs change over time. And you, like so many women, have looked at that and addressed that in your business. And I think it's more normal than people let it lead you on to believe that you will at some point either make a major pivot or do these like series of small tweaks over time where five years down the road, you're not doing at all what you were doing when you started, but you're still in business and you're still creative. Well, and for some reason, I feel like I'm hoping this is changing for like people who are starting a business today. Hopefully they don't feel the same pressure, but I feel like maybe they do. That the business that we start with from day one has to be the business that we have forever because then we're flaky or we're changing our mind or we're like not taking it serious. And I just like, literally no one does that. (laughs) Yeah. And that was, that was the turning point to back to the original question, but that was the turning point into strategy Academy for me. I got to the point where I had so much going on to the point where, you know, a few people would even make me feel guilty about it. You know, like you have so many ideas and so many, so many things like, you know, kind of streamline and, you know, I would have all those conversations that I've heard about like niching down and I'm like, okay, got to pick like one service, one person, but my brain just wouldn't do it. And I was getting so bogged down, especially after 2020 and all the craziness that happened, my brain just would not move forward because I felt so weighted by guilt and like shame for having so many interests and ideas. And no, you shouldn't, you know, run the gamut all at once, but that was why I listened to the day job to dream job webinar 
And in it, you guys addressed so specifically, like, we want you to have all these things, like have the things that feel good to you that are working for you, analyze those things and kind of tweak and repeat. But you don't have to feel guilty for having so many ideas. And I was like, I need to be in that space where other people have more than one idea and it's okay and it's celebrated and it's not like you're not punished for it. I don't know. I felt like I was being like punished or like feeling guilty all the time and I just couldn't move forward. So that was like my, I'm doing it. I've been around for long enough. (laughs) I I, want to like ease your mind and ease everyone who's listening's mind. Okay. So in the intro of this podcast, we always talking about, we ran all these different businesses before we started Boss Project. Guys, I... I can't even count right now the number of ways in which I bring in revenue to my family. I think I'm like, I counted last night, seven, eight, nine, something like that. Like, they're not all things I talk about publicly, but that doesn't mean they're like weird or bad. It's just like, not all of them matter to everyone or they only matter to this audience over here or whatever. And I think we get pinged like... While I totally think there's so much value in like focus and like really working on one thing for a period of time, I don't think that you have to be married to it forever. I also think there's a way in which you can automate some things and get to the point where you offload a lot of the day to day and you become, I think at this point, Emily and I are at this amazing but bizarre position in which. We are not quite, but almost completely obsolete from Boss Project. We do the show for fun. We come to a weekly meeting so that like we can lead the team. But for the most part, all the day-to-day work required to get the business running and like continue operating is off of our plate. And I, I think a lot of people either think they could never possibly do that <laughs> or that's just not for them. And I don't know, I've loved watching you kind of take what's working for you right now and evolve over time. But I I do want to address more specifically, you said you liked that you didn't feel guilty about having all these ideas, but why now? Like you have been around a while and Strategy Academy isn't necessarily new anymore. So what was your turning point where you're like, now I need to pay attention to this. Now is the time I'm ready to invest. Yeah. So I, I feel like I need to put my shield up. I, from the podcast that you guys uh, mentioned a lot, the, the doer beer episode, I am a beer and I know, (laughs) I feel like I need to be like, "Ah." okay. So, um, I'm very much someone who is like a watcher, a waiter. I want to make sure I trust someone. I am very self-preserving in like my time, my energy. I'm an introvert. So I want to make sure that the people I'm investing in are invested in me, frankly. And I, I have invested in a few courses with you guys over the past few years. But again, the podcast, like twice a week, every week for a long time, you have been talking in my ear. And I think I just got to the point where you guys were doing, um, you did a few episodes with other Strategy Academy students. And I, it, it kind of like brought it back front of mind. Like I've heard you talk about the course before, but hearing those people's stories specifically about the one-on-one calls and I can be on a call with you guys and get your, your feedback directly into my life and my business. Doing the calls seemed like it would be really important. The course itself seemed like it would address, because you guys mentioned 
a lot. Like, you know, we go deeper into that in Strategy Academy and we go deeper into this in Strategy Academy. And I, after like all these years of watching, playing the long game, you know, after all those years of watching, I was like, there's literally no other educators I trust more to over deliver and be truly like on your team than you guys. And I will give you all the dollars. So uh, yeah, it did. It was, <laughs> it was also an investment piece. So I needed to make sure that, you know, that was like something I could have the time and energy to focus on. And only being in it for a few months, I did finish the course. I went through the whole course because I was like, I just need, I need some answers. And I was on the first call, like two days after I joined Strategy Academy, I think. And you guys took the time to answer that that question for me. So it was just like an immediate return and like validation on you're okay. You're in a safe place, but now we're going to like help you grow. I think literally if anyone could have written a tagline for anything I ever want to put out into the world, it's we've got you, you're okay. You're in a safe space and let's help you grow. Like, I think that that piece I there we're, I know we're not the only ones to make other people feel that way and I just encourage you guys like obviously if you're listening I hope that we make you feel that way but if you're not finding that support from the people that you're learning from from the people that you're investing from reevaluate that you do not have to download read listen buy material that makes you feel icky and I say that even to someone who's made that mistake before even recently right like as recently as like a year year and a half ago of like buying stuff that I was like maybe not all that into but you feel the Instagram pressure the peer literal peer pressure of who your like peers are in that industry and it's it's a real thing but I think it's very it's a really strong skill that you have in yourself to know what you need out of someone and out of something, and then to not make the decision until you know that you're going to get that. So I'd love to know, having been through the course, and you you know, <laughs> you know, as someone who's been through it, that like, it obviously covers a large gamut of things, not all of which you could possibly implement in two months. But like, what what about it surprised you? Or what about it made you think about what you're doing in a different way? Yeah, so I did the first parts of the course do have to do with like finding your MVP and like launching your thing. So I already have had my business going for the last few years. So I did go through that and absorbed it and I kind of, you know, earmarked parts that I would need later on, but a lot of it I didn't need to implement necessarily. I think the biggest part, and this kind of has to do with your overall philosophy that I've heard forever, is that you have to do what feels good for you and your business and you don't have to do something that feels icky or something that everyone's telling you, if you want to grow, you have to do X, Y, Z. And that makes my be yourself. See the beers, like once we've gotten to the place of like, okay, we're mentally ready, then we dive in. That's why, you know, it might've taken me this long, but once I'm in, I'm like, I need to finish it. I want to do it. So I think the biggest part of the course in general was the pivot section where it's talking about like, if you need to pivot, here are the ways you can do it that takes your audience along with you. And it doesn't it feels comfortable for you, but it also keeps you moving forward. So that that whole section where it's bringing you through step by step of you know how to pivot and how to make that work for your business and for your you know audience or your clients or whatever that was super helpful for me to just have the guides for that. And then the other element is 
the having all the ideas. So I have all these ideas. And at the end of all the sections, when you have like the therapy session, I'm like, I'm just going to keep listening over and over (laughs) because it's like, those are great ideas. It's very encouraging. Like, awesome. Go put them somewhere and then come back when it's, it's necessary to do something else in your business because what's working is working and keep going with that. And I just like having that, you know, reassurance that I'm, I'm on the right track. Everything says so. And so stop, you know, overthinking. Yeah, my husband, I call him the idea man. Like he he is constantly coming to the table with, oh my gosh, this thing is really irritating me and I have a solution and I can start a whole business around it and like he'll go on and then he may talk about the same idea for an hour or it could be days or weeks or months and sometimes a lot longer than that. But one of the things I've seen him struggle with and I think this is so common for so many people is you, you just don't often realize all the intricacies of what an idea entails. Like you might see like that and it may, they may all be good ideas. Like <laughs> often they are incredible, but it's like when you dive into it, it's like, well, that piece right there, that all on its own is a whole business and you would need XYZ person and you would need these permits and this insurance and like it's not necessarily a turnaround and just make it a thing all the time sometimes sometimes it is but oftentimes it's a lot bigger than like that initial spark of an idea and so I love that you're saving them and keeping them and you're still giving them space because I think what happens is people start having a lot of these what if moments where they're like regretting not holding on to something or pursuing something. And we try to throughout the program, help you decide, is this something you need to be thinking about right now? Is this something you need to literally set a reminder for for three months from now? Or is it something you're just like putting on a shelf and, and keeping for a later time? Emily and I have a whole idea for an entire other business that's been on the virtual shelves for three, four years now. Project Beyonce, if you've listened to the podcast long enough. So whether it ever turns into anything, I have no idea. But like occasionally we'll we'll bring it back up and we still have notes on it and they're organized. And so like we can find those things and assess, is this something we should address now? And well, and the other thing I wanted to add to that, especially because we, we know our audience is full of beers. That was something that we learned through just even in that episode where we were like, wait, but we are doers. And why are they not all doers? Where did they come from? And she's like, you guys. So we know that now. And honestly, literally learning that was one of the the biggest business helps we've ever gotten for for our messaging, for how we coach, for how we talk to you all ever. But I think what happens when it comes to I have all the ideas and needing to focus on which ones are we shelving temporarily or whatever, I think the things that beers do because we're – and I say we because I've realized I'm part beer in a lot of other aspects. I am not a beer at Boss Project, but I'm a beer in a lot of other things and like pretty much everywhere else in my life. I've had to come to terms with that. Whether it's an idea for work or life or whatever, for my experience, the ideas coming up because I feel like that will fulfill me in a way that my current things aren't. And if I were to just either learn how to find happiness right now or 
tweak what I've already got working for me to take more stuff off my plate or outsource or streamline or whatever it might raise my prices. Like, what am I actually seeking with this new idea? Is it more money? Okay, how can I do that with what I already have? Is it more time? How can I do that with what I already have? Is it not working on the weekends and not doing weddings? Okay, what do I need to shift? So when I, because I'm the, I'm an idea person too. Oh, my husband, poor, I'm just, I have all of the ideas. And I have learned over the years to really check myself on like, what do I, what am I actually trying to fulfill with this thing that I think that I need or this idea that I think I want to implement? And is there a way I can achieve it right now in front of me? There's also no harm. And sometimes you have to like feed the idea a second, like give it, give it enough attention that you can see, is this right for me? Is this going to work? Is this viable? But I, I love if you can kind of like give it a short little window to like pay attention to that maybe you're going to just like come back down because like, like Emily is saying so much of what we're searching for when we're having these things come up is a feeling. And we have convinced ourselves that it's the idea that we're after because we are taught from from when we were children. It's what do you want to be when you grow up? It's not how you want to be. It's not who you want to be with. It's not where you want to be. And it's shocking that because we've been told what for so long that we've convinced ourselves that that's going to like fill the thing. So like one of my, one of the things I went after a couple of years ago that made just a dramatic difference. I was super unhappy and I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it. And I kept thinking there was something wrong with my business. There was nothing wrong with my business. I missed my husband and I hated that he came home and he was so exhausted and so stressed out. And then his stress would make me stress. And then I would bring that stress to work. And then Emily would be like, what is happening? (laughs) So for me, it was not, I need to change anything about my business, except to create enough margin in my life that we could cut back on what he was doing elsewhere. So he could be home. I think you'd be so surprised what those like little things can be for you to, to fill the, the, the void you've assumed is there or whatever. That's really, I mean, that's super interesting. The what versus how, like how, what, like, how do you want your life to go? What do you want your days to look like? It's not that it's what, and that's where my guilt was coming from because I started as a photographer and I started doing some brand photography and I was like, Oh, this is fun. It's different than chasing kids. And I still love chasing kids around. I still do like some portrait photography, but I had I went to school for writing in English and I had the photography stuff and I had done self, been self-taught in branding and logo design and brand strategy stuff. And I had all these like pieces and I just couldn't figure out a way to say, I just want to help the person who is like, do I go hire five people? Do I hire a million people? And I know that that can sometimes come across as like a jack of all trades, but just like what you said, Abigail, the like, how do you want to be? I want to help someone who's just starting, who just doesn't know where to go. And like, okay, we can move through the brand strategy. We can do the copywriting. We will plug it all in, get your website up and running, and then we can do your photos. And it's like all 
in one place and they have like a safe place to ask questions and to like, well, what do I do about email marketing and da 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 da? And like, I just have, I just want to be able to like answer questions and help someone. So that what, like how you just explained that is exactly why I started why I got stressed and then why I kind of adjusted my offering to fit the person I actually want to help and stop worrying so much about what everyone else was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that that clarity came. Let's talk a little bit about results that you've gotten. So you've been in the program for a couple months. Yes. You've been in our corner for a while and you're digesting probably a lot more information than maybe anyone else is from us anyways. And I, you had mentioned this before we hit record that we are like, did you say the only ones that you're learning from or like the main people that you've listened to everything? What did you say? It's the only podcast I've like wanted to listen to like almost every episode. There are some that I'm like, I don't need to distract myself with like strategies in this area. Yeah. But consistently, like I just love hearing from you and the way you teach and like your philosophy behind it. Yeah. So from, and it doesn't have to be just from essay because I also think that like holistically when you're digesting that much information, there's going to be a spark of an idea here, inspiration over here. But once you decided to invest, make a pivot, make some changes in your business, does it look any different? Does it feel any different today than it did even a couple months ago? Yeah, it definitely feels different. I feel like I've been going through like a quarter life crisis of like, (laughs) I just need some like a kick in the butt of go here and do these things. And I think after going through Strategy Academy and just kind of digesting the parts that I needed, what came from it was I had much more clarity in my messaging. I had a lot more clarity in how I want to run the client side of my business. And I just felt like I, like, okay, I can go now. Like, I feel like I have just been like tiptoeing and being so concerned with what everybody else thinks and what's right and what's wrong. And you can go through even like stories on Instagram and every other one is you're right, you're wrong, you're right, you're wrong, you're right, you're wrong. And it's very stressful. And so I love social media and I love connecting with people, but sometimes I just get so bogged down by ideas and strategies and, you know, so. Yes, all the shoulds. And I I think after going through that course, being on the call and getting some feedback, direct feedback from you guys, I have felt just the clarity. And that's what my brain needed to go forward. I needed to be sure that this is what I want to do. Emily, you had me do that exercise, the like take all of your offerings and all of the things that you're doing and rank them from like what percentage of income is it bringing? And then like what percentage of happiness is it bringing? And that was super, that was the first thing I did that week. And it was really helpful to see like, oh, these things that I really love are bringing in this much income. And these things that I don't really love are bringing in this much income and just marrying those two to find the perfect balance. So that was like a really big tangible thing I got right away because I just hadn't like taken my what I liked into consideration. I was just we built imagine these that. businesses that yes right. can make us money or give us time and freedom or whatever it is that we say that we wanted it to do and then it does that thing and then we actually like hate waking up working on the stuff that we designed for us to work on every day. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? 
I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think sometimes when you do that exercise, it goes one of two ways. Either one, it's super revealing and that like the stuff you love doing is also the stuff that's bringing in the most income or it's the opposite where like the stuff you hate doing is bringing in a large portion of income. And so because of wherever it lines up, it's going to help you make strategic decisions because if the majority of your income is coming from the things you love most then maybe you just need to cut the stuff that's not really working for you. And you're not really losing anything, but it's going to help you focus. It's going to make it easier to talk about your business to other people. It's going to make 
your offerings more streamlined. And if it's the opposite, then you either need to change your offerings to make it something that you enjoy more, or you have to go in and see what pieces of the puzzle you need to offload because they're so important to your revenue stream. It's not necessarily something you want to get rid of. So how can you adjust how you're working on something or who is helping you with a project or are you leaning on a software more so that you can create that experience in a more, not just streamlined approach, but in a way that it doesn't irritate you so much. I know Emily and I joke all the time. Well, if, if we had had Dubsado back when we were running our client-based business, we would probably still be in business because one of our biggest sticking points was client communication and like having a streamlined client experience. And there was just, there was no automation or tools around that at the time. And it's like, well, if that's the sticking point for you, then you have a tool and you insert the tool and it may take some time to set up. But once you set it up, there's just going to be this breath of fresh air for you. It's like, yeah. well, why didn't I do that already? Yeah. Like, well, and what I also, like, sorry, to add one more thing to that, what I also found out, and Jess would say this is the beer in me saying this, so this is why I want to bring it up. But I think going back to kind of the conversation we had earlier of, we're, we're told certain things about the type of job that we want and the things to think about and what we're doing and whatever. Another kind of societal belief that we, we're all meant to fall into is that not only should you love your job like wholeheartedly, but it should also like provide hella money for you and or hella free time or independence or whatever it might be. It has to check all of these boxes. And I think for many years, many years, I was putting so much pressure on boss project or whatever it was that we were doing that it has to do, it has to check all of these boxes for me. And Jess was talking to me and she was like, yeah, like it definitely can. There are times and instances where that's going to work, but you also don't have to find all of your happiness from your career. You don't have to make all of your money from your job. You don't have to insert whatever the hangup is here. It doesn't have to come from one source. And it just like kind of blew my mind because I'd already recognized like having multiple streams of revenue was fun and important to me. So like I got part of it, but I was like, oh, wait, there's actually happiness outside of like my day job. Like I can choose to find happiness somewhere else. So if I can find happiness somewhere else, then maybe, yeah, doing one thing a week in Boss Project that maybe is not the funnest thing for me is not that big of a deal anymore because that's not everything right. that's built to make me well, happy. And uh, I'll add a, a point from my therapist for you guys. <laughs> Sim <laughs> Similarly, <laughs> we... In the same way that we can't lean on our job to fulfill us in all sorts of ways, like both financially, emotionally, worth, all of that, the people in your life are also not meant to fill all your voids at the same time. So if your husband's not giving you the thing over here, it doesn't mean they're broken. It might just mean that you need to talk to different people about different things or share different parts of your life with different people or include different people in your business or blah, blah, blah. I just think we've, we've tried to oversimplify every aspect of our lives and we convince ourselves the moment that we're not feeling it that like all for nothing. Why'd we bother? Like this sucks or I should shut this down or I'm over this or whatever. And I just, I so love more than anything, Ariel, that you've just consistently been 
willing to look in the mirror and address what is and isn't working for you. Because so often people will not just ignore, but they'll ignore so long and so hard that they burn out to the point that there's like no coming back from it. I'd love to know like just a couple more takeaways. What what are the things you're thinking about next for your business because of Strategy Academy? Where are you going from here? Yeah, so I definitely, after kind of streamlining the things that I enjoy and that are like making me money in my business, I have been shifting my messaging to just be talking to the person that I want to talk to and and stop being so worried about maybe they'll hear this and maybe someone else is thinking this about me. Like I... It was just a lot of weight I was carrying in my thoughts. Like it wasn't even, you know, anything from anyone else. So I think after going through Strategy Academy and just you guys give like actionable steps. That's what that's what the beers need is the like small baby steps to be that are not so overwhelming of just, you know, just go do it. You guys are really good about giving the little steps to get there. So yeah, so do this first and do this second. And so Going through Strategy Academy, that was that was a big thing. Like, okay, I have all these ideas. I'm like, what do I do? I hire? Do I offload? Do I what? I and you guys just walk through that so simply that now I feel like everything is calmer and I can clearly make decisions. And that's what was missing. I could not make a decision without second guessing myself a hundred times, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. My poor. My poor sister is my virtual assistant and we're just like Marco Poloing back and forth. And I'm just like, well, I'm back to this thing that I, yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm back to this thing that I mentioned last week that I said I was done with, but now I'm back to it. And it's, it's, I'm back. So it was, it was a lot. And so now I feel like I have the tools. I have the advice. I have the structure and the steps and I can confidently take steps and stop second guessing so much. You, and this is, I want to empower everyone listening. We forget when we're our own boss that we already have what we need to make these decisions. And I love that Strategy Academy was that reminder for you. But for everyone listening, you don't need permission from anyone to make changes or go out and do certain things. And I even find myself doing this in like the most subtle of ways. That's just, I'm like, why did I even do that? Or you, you know the answer already. And then you're like, you run a decision by your spouse or you tell your sister about it or you, I mean, whatever. And it was like, you're just seeking outside validation for the sake of validation, not because you want it to change the outcome. And then God forbid they disagree mm-hmm. with you. And yeah. then you just say, like, not. Yes. And then you're like, well, I, I thought I already decided. I didn't actually ask you. <laughs> don't, don't ask me questions. I already know what I want. But you have that ability within you. And I love that this has given you so much clarity in that ability to just like see what's next and see where you're going from here. What do you want like to be next for you? What do you want to be doing in your business that maybe is a little bit different than the way you've approached it previously? My goal for the next few years is just to focus on helping what like the ways that I can offer packages or services to the newer small business owners and figure out a way to build in some mentorship or like I want to grow in more the not education space in like 
posting things like what I just like, I like the working one-on-one with people and making it, making them feel that like encouraged and affirmed and like you can keep going. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of more refining my packages and services and just continuing down that road and to kind of drop some of the things that have been distracting for me. Awesome. I'd love to dive into talk strategy to me. And if someone is looking at the strategy Academy as a potential next step for them, like what would you, what would you say to that person? What would you tell them their first couple steps should be in not just making this decision, but once they're inside, what, what they should be focusing on. Especially coming from, I just want to add this, especially coming from someone who already had an existing business, but still saw the value in the program. Yeah. I know that you, in the in the webinar beforehand that you can watch to kind of get into that, a lot of it was you guys were answering my questions. Like, is this for someone who is X? Is this for someone who is Y? And I was like nodding the whole time. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's a yes. So I would say for me, Part of the value in the course was learning some of the foundations that I bypassed or because because a lot of what I do is um, self-taught. I just kind of wasn't like fully coherent, I guess, in some of the decisions I was making or I wasn't I wasn't really realizing what the effect would be on some of the decisions like when I brought people on or when I offloaded things or what tools to use to like kind of help your business along. I just didn't know how to make smarter decisions in those areas or like when to invest and when you don't need to invest. So I would say going through the going through the course in order helped me. And so like the first few parts that we're talking about launching your business, I could kind of I still like listen to them, but I didn't have to spend too much mental energy thinking about them. And then that way it set the foundation to get into the deeper, more advanced parts of the course. So I would say to A, go in order um, and not just go like, ooh, this one looks interesting. Let's go down here. The going in order and then doing the exercises and worksheets that come with each section of the course helps solidify it in your brain so that it's not... Like for me, listening to you guys could have sounded like a podcast where sometimes I am just like listening and I didn't want it to feel like that. I wanted it to feel like the the course, like the class, the education like and absorb it a little more. So writing things down really helped me do that. and then. The call. I mean, I, like I said, I hadn't even opened the course before I was on the call. And I was like, I'm just going to show up. I'm going to ask my question. I got a lot of value from other people's questions too. So yeah, I mean, I would say go in order. And the other thing that pushed me over the edge, even though I was like 99% there, I was messaging you guys. I think I was talking to Abigail and I was just like, I mean, I'm pretty much ready to buy it, but can you just answer a few questions for me? And you, and you guys are always happy to answer, answer questions. So that like one on one of like, look, this person is real and they're invested and doesn't matter what their Instagram account is. Like they are, they're there for you. And that was just like that extra confirmation. Like, okay. And then it pushed me over the edge. <laughs> yeah. We do, we do exist, guys. We're not just some <laughs> voice on the other side of the They're internet. real. We're, we're real people with real lives and, I love that. And I love that you reached out and I was happy to answer your questions. And I'm always happy to answer questions about Strategy Academy. You can always send us a DM over at Boss Project. Or if you have a specific question for Emily or I, feel free to reach out on our personal pages. We see those messages too and are really good about answering. So we we want to be there for you every step of the way. And Ariel, I'm so excited to see 
where life takes you and how your business grows and evolves from here. We love having you and I can't wait to see you on more calls. We have another one coming up real soon. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys very much. You guys are, like I said, just under promise, over deliver. You guys over deliver <laughs> on everything that you do. And I um, just appreciate how much you guys have given over the last few years. Well, thank you so much for being a student and for being here today. This was so awesome. Do you want to tell people where they can hang out with you online? Yeah. So on Instagram is where I am most of the time. And that is Ariel M. Kuhn, K-U-H-N. And then my website is arielkuhn.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details really love this show, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.